There are many ways you can elevate your visibility and build your brand in the ServiceNow ecosystem. Creating blogs, videos, meetups, podcasts, webinars, presenting at conferences, and my guest on this episode sets a great example. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow Developer Podcast. Here's your host, Chuck Tomasi. Hello, ServiceNow admins, builders, developers, and all you curious individuals. And yes, once of course, I say that with the utmost respect and love. Welcome to Breakpoint, the ServiceNow developer podcast. In this episode, I've got the pleasure of talking to the one and only Dhruv Gupta, technical architect at Accenture and ServiceNow developer MVP. How are you today, Dhruv? Uh, dangerously close to being fabulous. That's all I can say. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty good. What about you? I'm doing great today. Thank you. Off to a good start. And I hope our listeners are as well. We've got a, a lot to talk about today because you have done a lot. But before we begin, I always like to get to know our guest. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. My name is Dhruv Gupta, a guy who doesn't sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, to be specific, a guy who loves to use technology and solve problems and, you know, find innovative solutions for business problems specifically. I recently moved to London, all thanks to ServiceNow. And if any recruiter is listening, almost five years into IT world, ServiceNow Dev MVP, Google Hall of Famer, currently working as a technical architect at an amazing company called Accenture. I love attending meetups, interact with people. A fun fact for you, Chuck, my nickname is Kanchu. And thanks for having me here. Nickname is, say that again, Kanju? Kanju, Kanju. Kanju. All right. Does that have any significance or meaning? I used to play with those balls, the pebbles, green pebbles. And in Hindi, we call them Kancha. So my grandmother gave me that name, Kanju, the guy who plays with those Kanchas. I hadn't heard that before. How long? So you've had this nickname for, do people at work call you this? My family and friends call me that. Now I know that people will call me with that name as well. You're among family. So at the next conference, I expect to see that on your name tag. <laughs> well, when you're not at work, what do you enjoy doing? Uh, there's nothing specific. It's all random. Sometimes I go for long walks. Sometimes I sit down and read books. Currently, I'm reading one book called Podcasting for Dummies. Don't remember the name of the writer, but one is T. Morris. Some hack. Yeah, don't don't. I don't know if I'd put much stock in that book. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if there is a cricket match, then it's a cricket match. I also do drumming. Recently started with some podcasting. But one thing I make sure to do is to spend at least 20 minutes over LinkedIn. I usually end my day with listening to some crazy, insane music. What, what kind of music do you like listening to? Uh, I usually go for soft songs, uh, maybe uh, classical music or sometimes rock depends on the mood that day I kind sure. of a day I had I'm the same way it it really depends what you need to do if you're trying to do a workout well Barry Manilow generally isn't going to gonna get that. the job done <laughs> <laughs> well Drew how did you get your start with ServiceNow ServiceNow was nowhere in my career plan as I mentioned earlier as well I mean as a fresher I was trained in shell programming PLSQL but I would certainly say that stars were aligned and I landed up in a project where the client was already using ServiceNow. By using, they were extensively using ServiceNow and they hired me to help them with some PowerShell scripting because they want to automate certain stuffs. 
I started my service now with like orchestration workflow. And that point, I didn't know what is client script, what is business rule. Frankly speaking, nothing about that. And this is the, this is the the legacy graphical workflow engine that came exactly. out in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Not not Flow Designer. So exactly okay. And all I know that this is the workflow, and using this, I can literally do anything. At that point, I was liking the platform, and when I started exploring ServiceNow, I landed up watch, watching this uh, live coding happy hour when. Uh, Josh was used to be the host. <laughs> yeah. And and the kind of stuff uh, you guys used to do at that point uh, made me certainly, uh, not made me, They it certainly converted me from a guy who is liking ServiceNow to a lover of ServiceNow platform. So I did develop some crazy things, you know, but that certainly brought some fame and attention. But then I got some really good mentors. I mean, really good mentors like Goran was there, Toby was there, you were there, Vikalp was there. And that was all me and ServiceNow. Then I didn't stop. So, Well, certainly the appreciation on this end is definitely ours that you have consumed the content because we we put this out there, but it's up to you and people like you to really dive in and learn. And that's... That's not easy to do all the time because there is so much. You you say you've built some stuff on ServiceNow. What is the favorite thing you've built so far? Uh, favorite thing? Uh, one was the f- most famous one was the Google Assistant thing that I built. Uh, that was a chatbot before Virtual Agent we had. So that was one. But I my favorite thing that I certainly like is the fake liker over the Instagram that if you select it will allow you to pull your photos from your instagram handle and it will ask you in a fun way that how many likes you want and all those things and it used to trigger the background powershell scripts basically a server environment which uh, gives you fake likes so that thing (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute is this is this actually on instagram you built a bot to add likes so it was like there were some GitHub repositories where they have this kind of DJ liker or something where they used to, you know, give you, uh, you enroll for a program, like uh, it's a group of people and you give them your token, Instagram token. And they, uh, whenever you post something or you want like, so they have multiple tokens and from each token, you get one like kind of thing. So you just need to trigger that through a program. So I used to do that through PowerShell, but then I use, okay, let's try virtual agent. Let's make something fun. So a mid server triggering that script and triggering a workflow that triggers the mid server to do that thing. So that was the fun thing. <laughs> mid servers add a whole new element to, to an app, don't they? They do. I mean, people don't realize the, fun that you can do with the mid server. Mark Scott is one of the guys who showed those things. And after that, I was like, boss, I can do anything. Like I installed basically scripts, certain editors that allow you to install mid server through service now environment itself. You don't need to log into server. It's just the YAML file you need to push. So I I recently explored export sets and you know needed a, a mid server for that. It did not take long. I went out to Linode, spun up a minimal instance, put a mid server on there, 
it was it was up and running because you know for the minimal install you just have to modify what about four lines exactly. in the config.xml file <laughs> exactly. to find my export set and now I can sleep at night knowing that my data has been exported to XML on another instance and if something should ever happen to my demo app I still have all the data the code is in a repo so I can just pull that down load up the files and away we go again so it was it was a bit uh, nervous not knowing that, but once I had the, uh, I think I spent more time trying to get the mid server up and running on a Raspberry Pi running Ubuntu ten dot twenty, and and I just I realized it time. was it was rabbit hole after rabbit hole after problem after problem after technical fix, and I just never got it running. I went out on the cloud, spun up an actual server, and it worked fine. Yeah, I uh, didn't install Raspberry um, it's so on Raspberry Pi, but I used Raspberry Pi for something like when I was in college. So we used to live in a area where we have lots of PGs and all. So what I did uh, that I was learning how to build those robots, mini robots or something like that. That uh, you show them color, they will move and all those things. So I built that thing. Actually, I attended a workshop in that uh, they taught us how to build that and on top of that i put on a raspberry pi kit which has the wi-fi fisher module on it uh kali module on it so when it goes it fetches all the wi-fi passwords and store it over your mm -hmm. one place and you roam around a place with that thing you will have the all the wi-fi password just see which one works for you which one is faster then start using it so Drew, what does a typical day look like for you Typical day for me, uh, day starting with a coffee and excitement about work. I usually take bath after my first meeting. So <laughs> first meeting without any bath. Then my typical day at work usually includes working as a bridge between developers and clients, understanding mm -hmm. what client wants, analyzing if they really want that, if they really need that, then passing on the understanding that to developers. I do development as and when required, but uh, in the current role, it's how it's going on. I keep my calendars after taking tips from you, like such that there are enough breaks. And after office, a long walk with some exercises, spend time with family. My core circle with the people whom I interact on a regular basis is pretty small. So I try to talk with them every day, at least for five minutes, even if it's five minutes, but I regularly call them. And this habit I have developed after coming to London because it's alone. It's alone. So sometime over social media, watching live streams, sharing memes, creating content. And then before sleeping, I have a habit of saying a small thank you to God for being so kind and then go in a deep sleep. Very nice. Very important. That last thing kind of puts your mind at ease before you go to sleep. Exactly. And what do you like best about your job? You, you, I, I didn't realize that, that you're no longer like a, 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 an individual contributor uh, developer. You're, you're leading a team at this point, correct? Yep. What do you like best? Best part of my job is that I got to interact with different kinds of people. My job provided me with the opportunity to see some really great cake designs. And special thanks to service. The cakes you guys design is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> nice to know that they're still out there. I hope people can eat them in real life. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll eat them soon and it's kind of 
all open here and there is a sense of satisfaction in my job like when people around you respect you for your work and i've got some amazing friends during my job only and with them i can literally share everything like literally and few of my friends know that i am recording today oh wonderful wonderful the service now developer advocate team and has said this and you said it earlier uh, we refer to you as the man who doesn't sleep. You seem to be ju- on just about every virtual meetup, regardless of the region, the time zone, the topic. Uh, what's your secret? Uh, the meetups I don't attend are the ones in which my girlfriend is a participant. And for the fun fact, I don't have any girlfriend. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> so there's no secret as such. It's just that I do plan my day as per the events happening. For instance, like, uh, tomorrow, I guess we have a Bangalore meetup at 4, 4.30 BST, hosted by one of my good friends called Pranav. I think he is the host, right? So I'll sleep a bit early. There's a reason behind I try to attend every virtual meetup. And that is the benefits that you get by attending them. One is definitely the learnings that you get when especially people like you are the speakers. Secondly, these meetups, you know, allow me to interact with people from different geographies and have some sort of connection with them. Sometimes you win goodies as well, but all in all, I enjoy attending meetups, live streams, hackathons or coding Fridays. You won't believe what my mom calls me. She calls me Kumkaran and that is totally opposite. Like uh, Kumkaran is a character in Hindu mythology who used to sleep for six months and wake up for one day to eat and then again go for sleep for six months. <laughs> Wait a minute. You need to, uh, we need to have a talk with that woman. That is, that is the complete opposite. Exactly. So, it's, see, the mom knows you the best. Might be, I, she think when I'm in room, I'm sleeping, but no, no. But it's not like I don't sleep. <laughs> maybe when you know, maybe when you were fourteen years old, you had different sleeping habits, but that is not what we're seeing today. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's run down a, a few of the things that you have done. We've got um, your Mavericks meetup, which used to be called Journey to the Stars, if I remember right. Yeah, you've got a podcast with Ashutosh. La, 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 Latin, Latin, we Latin, we Latin. Uh, yeah. I I don't know if I'm even saying that close enough to Dutch, but we'll go with that. Uh, what else? Have you you presented at Knowledge or CreatorCon? Yeah, it's lots of things. So uh, as you mentioned, Mavericks. Mavericks is something very close to my heart. For the people who don't know Mavericks, it's an quote-unquote unofficial service, not meetup group, uh, with a tagline where we try to empower every service knob professional who wants to learn, basically. We basically pick up a topic, invite someone who is really a master in that topic. It's a community-driven group where we have more than 1,300 active members. That's awesome. Thank you very much for that, by the way. that Just the, the fact that you're out there promoting developer involvement and community and making it very approachable is, is wonderful. Yeah, and most importantly, the cut current team that is managing this group has three MVPs and we are doing good with that like sometimes we have clashes or something but we don't have any like in the group uh, if we say myself Ashutosh and Pranav are MVPs and but other folks uh, they are also quite known people in their region 
and second is latan vi pratan <laughs> it's just another service now podcast that yes your po- your podcast and you recently uh what you called it v2 <laughs> i've i've heard of seasons in a podcast but you know very developer of you to make it a v2 <laughs> tell me tell me about what what it's about and what's changed okay so we started after listening to between two lines by mark and andrew and the idea behind is to know the people you follow like the small stories that we get to hear about their childhood uh, their memories the aim with which we started was to motivate people like boss it's not like chuck robert or brad were born experts there's a struggle that they have gone through and at the end everyone has almost the same story and this particularly allows people to realize that if we put on some effort you know then we can bring be the one of ourselves as well we can be the one we have started recording its v2 in which we are inviting customers and some high level people like vps or c suite people the people who are actually running the uh organizations so to get an idea how service now has changed their life learn from their experiences what they think about the future and all and as you mentioned we had recorded uh first session with bernie he is the vp at voltio age and a three time community mvp so it's fun i mean it's fun like it's you get to know people you get to build your network at personal level and you get a lot of stuffs like other than that i write some blogs as well but my blogs are kind of different i mean i try to explain things in the way i remember them like connecting them with some cartoon or movie characters it make the learning easy like i don't <laughs> this is how i work i learn and andres speaking at knowledge and meetup is always an honor what else i trouble people a lot you trouble people a lot wait you clarify that for me troubling up people like uh sometimes in the i mean i ask lots of queries from people and the people who are organizing meetups and all i just give them like boss do this please do this please do that don't repeat those things so that kind of thing and i before publishing my content i pass that to my few of my friends to have a proofread or review and when they come up with uh, things like i don't put that image the cartoon doesn't looks nice like i try to explain the license model of i think it was discovery or i don't know so i put three evolutions of uh, pokemon as this charmander char charmeleon and charizard that this is basic this is advanced and this is the most powerful mm-hmm. uh, one of my friend doesn't like that but i took the risk and presented that same thing to the customer and he was like this is how i should learn this is how should i understand it there's nothing wrong with analogies i use them all the time it helps relate your point it helps tell a story and that that's often very beneficial with abstract concepts that developers need to understand it it's so yeah keep keep doing it now you've been you've been podcasting for what about a year year and a half when did you start um I think we started in February or March so it's like uh we try to do every week but there are certain changes that have been happening recently like myself moving to London Ashutosh becoming a father and those all things I mean we try to be 
consistent but we always try to be you know if we are putting content it should be good so so as somebody who's been podcasting for a little while and you're talking to somebody who's been podcasting for about 17 years what have you learned what what do you think about podcasting so far as being a podcaster uh being podcasting obviously first thing that uh, about its technical aspects you should be aware of the tools and the things that are available that you can use secondly from journal point of view if uh, if something is prepared right like uh, if i had the answers written or that i don't prefer that it's it's like something it should be natural that's why we don't provide questions to our guest we tell them that if you don't like the question we'll cancel that but we won't give you any questions because it's natural if something is coming natural like talking these things people would love more i don't know <laughs> i never tried giving questions to someone but we'll try that as well but <laughs> even in this this v2 we told bernie that boss uh, there is only one problem here that we won't be giving you questions so you need to be prepared or you can't be prepared well and you're talking to people about themselves which is the subject everybody knows best so you should exactly. probably know the answers at that point <laughs> so how has service now changed your career i mean you mentioned you recently moved was it from noida india to london england that's that's a big change uh yeah and you're now you've gone from individual contributor developer to a team lead manager what is your official title uh i was a team lead in my last organization as well so okay. i have moved from team lead to associate manager so designation says associate manager senior solution consultant so big thing so and that's that's in just a few years i mean you you said you've only been at this for what 5 years since you were first introduced to service now i uh, f- forget about introduced to service now i completed my graduation in 2016 itself so in october i'll complete my 5 years of it The future is looking bright my friend. Where where do you see yourself going? What do you want to be when you grow up? I'm already grown up. <laughs> no, not no. I'm I, I'm well into my mid 50s and I've never finished growing up. I don't know. I mean this this particular question I have heard from many HRs. I tell them boss, I don't know. I don't know what I am going to do. I have my week planned, so I take week by week. As in in it there is one saying that i truly believe that in it world days are long but years are short so i can't plan in that manner so that's okay you know what i always tell them now it took me years to figure out this answer i said i can't predict what the industry will do but i can predict what i want to be i said i want to be challenged i want to be happy uh i it's not about the money it's about being fulfilled i want to get up in the morning and i want to do work that i'm satisfied and i want to change people's lives for the better exactly and and if you can find me a job that does that you will get 125% out of me every day because i'm doing what i'm passionate about and it's worked so far but it took me years to get to that because i i do the same thing i don't know you know computers are going to change a lot and You know, I'm going to be introduced to things that I don't know and that's when it dawned on me that I'm going to take the same approach every time. I'm either going to dive in if it interests me, I'm going to be in there 100%. So, uh I know it's kind of a generic answer for them, but it it uh, and then they say, "Well, what are some of the things that you enjoy doing?" and you can get into that. Do you enjoy development? Do you enjoy presenting? Do you enjoy leading? Do you enjoy, you know, what is it that 
really motivates you to get out of bed in the morning. And and that's where you can have a deeper discussion so that your boss and your boss's boss can look for those opportunities in the organization for you. Definitely. And what was the question? I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> How has ServiceNow changed your career? Okay. ServiceNow changed my career. Okay. ServiceNow has, frankly speaking, given me everything. Recently, it's because of ServiceNow that I got the opportunity to live in the city. I always dreamed of a good salary, peace of mind, or just few perks. And the biggest advantage that I think I got because of working on this platform is that I have grown as a professional. Being in a community has made me a really good listener. It's not like uh, earlier in my college days or early stages of my career, I used to listen to answer, but now I use, uh, I listen to analyze and do, you know, answer those things. And moreover, it has given me the capability to dream and build as per my ease. It's not, uh, I have to think before building that what backend I have to manage and all. It's just that I need to think of that. I need to build this. This is thing I can build. That's the service now. And service now, uh, biggest thing that I feel is like service now has allowed me with the opportunity to work with some of the greatest leaders in the ecosystem. Like for the f- fact of matter, the leadership team that uh, selected me at Accenture, uh, I have been following them. I have been following them like anything. Uh, they don't know. But I have been regularly reading their articles and all because they kind of have those leadership flavors. They share those things. So I always keep an eye on that. One day I'll become one, but still, still uh, those things are there. And there's one more thing that, uh, you know, had played a crucial role in my growth. And it is the time and effort that I invested in building my visibility over various social media platforms. So it's like, there is no denial in the fact that, that there are developers who are far better than me. But why I am getting this everything, uh, the reason is obvious. It's a combination that always works for you. But definitely ServiceNow has changed my life. And I'm just left with one dream now in ServiceNow ecosystem. And that is to meet you and Robert personally. We have to make that happen because it's hard to believe that it hasn't yet. It, it's uh, Yes. We will. We will get there, my friend. We will get there. All right. What is one thing you would like to see changed on the ServiceNow platform or ecosystem? Mm, technically or like in general? Whatever. What, it, something that, that you think could be improved. Okay. So let's do this way. Let's pick up technically first. So technically virtual agent, it's great. You get the functionality to keep, you know, topic conversations separate. But somehow this... Uh, is not how it should be. Like, suppose if someone wants to make a request, like I will talk about German people. I feel that they, when they request something, they are very humble. So uh, if say someone says, I want to make a request, so it will take you to the catalog form and then into that, those conversations for this thing. But the person wants to say, I want to make a request to fix my laptop. And that virtual agent will take you to order a laptop or order some kind of, you know, access. So there's a, there's no way where I, in the wrong conversation, I should have the opportunity to go back. I've told this to the virtual agent product manager. I am hopeful that they are doing this thing. And 
if you imagine that if you're talking to a help desk guy if you tell them uh, i want to make a request to fix my laptop he will understand that you want to create a incident right, right. it's not like you are ordering something and secondly is the adaptation of m- mobile so i'm pretty impressed with the development in mo- mobile space especially with the ui builder coming but there is a still a long way to go for this thing all right and what else in general in general service now ecosystem would not i think there's one thing that uh, has been highlighted earlier as well but i feel that it wouldn't be easy for anybody starting fresh to learn service now at least having an entry into service now ecosystem it should be easy i mean i can't find any example in the modern world where someone has to pay a hefty amount for learning service now that too self paced i mean i agree like if you want to expand it's okay to pay but the entry should be feasible for that matter if you take any modern day platform like aws azure gcp salesforce even oracle for that matter they have their entry point sorted and i feel that that is one of the reason or that could be one of the reason why we always have a resource crunch every now and then that should be taken care of well, the good news is we recognize it and we're working on it and we've got executive sponsorship to fix it so it's coming it's coming it's coming that's that's the best news i mean that's the best thing that i have heard today good good uh what would you consider to be the highlight of your career so far oh <laughs> that's a tricky one uh, let me think uh-huh. okay as you know i have just started working it's like 5 years and mm-hmm. um, let's let's rank in top 3 i mean would be tough to choose one but let let's rank it in top 3 thing okay. so at third position would be delivering a session in knowledge so being a speaker one of the speakers at knowledge it was fun and at second spot uh, it would be shared between two incidents one becoming service now dev mvp and other becoming this google hall of fame both of these have you know these incidents have really increased my network and especially after becoming dev mvp people started taking me seriously <laughs> they don't used to take me seriously and i got some great opportunities after becoming one of the mvps you i don't know you might be wondering what's on top you want to make any guesses getting married no wait you said you didn't have a girlfriend um <laughs> okay let me break that so there's a tie here as well abit there are two incidents so i consider my biggest achievement of my career to be the uh, first indian to be to feature on titans of service now series run by robert mm very nice and running this uh, breakpoint podcast like people like you and robert say that you should follow dhruv that is something i admire the most and ultimately that's the real wealth for me You've worked hard and that's uh, something we want to spotlight because we love it when people do that it shows their passion and it's helpful to other people. Like I said, that's one of the reasons why I get out of bed in the morning is to help other people be better developers. All right, final question, Drew. What words of advice do you have for new developers listening to this about how they can raise their visibility and grow their brand like you have? I don't have any brand as such, so uh if i if i tell them to you know i have been asked this questions 
quite a lot so let's start with something that i always say so firstly from learning point of view that is more important than your visibility that you will get visibility once you learn stuff so if you want to learn any new module specific to service now start with its sales talk then you can explore other spaces we usually ignore that thing but that's a that's a great point and i know you mentioned that on robert's show because exactly. i listened to that recently as well and and he really wanted to stop and make a point of that that if you don't know why something was built exactly. you don't know what it's supposed to do you know what is what is the purpose of having a fork or two forks on the table exactly you know when when you sit down to dinner uh, and why is there a knife well, it implies you're going to need something for cutting. You're going to be served some food and you better know how to use a knife. Same kind of thing with ServiceNow is what is performance analytics all about? What is a mid-server for? What is, uh, what is integration hub for? If you So look at the sales material. It's very odd for somebody in a technical space to say that, uh, but it makes total sense. Look at the sales material first so you can understand what is the purpose? What is the outcome expected from this? There's a reason why someone is paying that much of hefty amount. He must be seeing some values. Yes. And when you know that uh, if you have a common goal, like with your client and all, so it would be e- uh, easier implementation and it would be, it would give you better return on investment for client as well for you as well. So it's something that I always prefer. Secondly, if you want to grow focus, on your visibility. It's something that is a continuous effort. I invested in my visibility. My friend used to call me crazy. Why the heck I am wasting time? (laughs) But it was my mentor's order. I will re-say it. It was an order from my mentor. That's David. That boss, you won't move out of your track. So that I was following. But now when I meet people or in fact, look at the opportunities, uh, I am treated differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, interviewers don't feel confident asking me the questions. I have had various incidents where I went for an interview and the interviewer said that I can't ask you anything. I'm learning from your videos. So, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so there's no doubt if you join, uh, you will be an asset. So sometimes when I look for the opportunity, my application is processed way faster than anyone. So these are the few of the perks that I'm enjoying. But if someone wants to, you know, uh, grow their visibility or grab certain good opportunities, one should focus on LinkedIn or Twitter uh, or other social media platform. But the good thing about ServiceNow ecosystem is that uh, on Twitter, we have a lesser number of people or less number of smaller community over there. But whole community of service now is very well connected over LinkedIn. So if you're putting continuous effort over there, then your visibility going to increase. And if you can provide help to someone, people would look off, look for you. I mean, there would be times when uh, you might have uh, some sort of clashes or disagreements, but it's okay. I mean, as long as if someone is saying something, someone is reading your things and you're posting something, you're providing information that's going to help other people also it's going to be useful for you so that's how it has been like it has been certain uh options i'll tell you that first switch that i made in from tcs to birla soft that was because of linkedin because i connect with the manager over there 
and when i shifted from birla soft to cognizant people already knew me before joining like i don't have to interact with that them that much that tell them i am dhruv and all so they already knew nice and this opportunity that i got for london that is also through linkedin so it's it's very important from a career standpoint you could be the smartest person in the world but if nobody knows it it doesn't do you any good exactly so you have to be even it might not be in your comfort zone to start socializing even even it's like hey i got my implementation specialist for itsm i see those every day on linkedin but you have to go above that and and say hey i made this short video or uh i'm i'm running a webinar next tuesday or we're having a meetup or i'm a guest presenter at the developer meetup for x city uh those those are the things that are going to take you to that next level so get out there and get your name recognized uh, how many how many job offers do you get on linkedin each month drew each month i got at least i mean when i put on that uh i am out of cognizant uh before joining uh i was i put that after i joined accenture in london and hopefully my manager is not listening but after joining <laughs> itself i got two three offers like that no worries you join we will handle visa thing from day one but i said that no i have promised someone then i would be here so and that's a good problem to have ladies and gentlemen if you're listening to this it never hurts to get those opportunities you may you may think you've got the greatest job in the world right now and that's fine there's always somebody out there who may be looking for you. I got one this morning and it wasn't it, this time. It wasn't a step backwards in my career. Usually they come up and say, Hey, we've got a, a service now developer position in Phoenix. Would you be interested in complete work from home? Blah, blah, blah. That, 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 that is the problem. That is the, if you remember, uh, Sir Tim Woodruff used to highlight highlights this regularly. Boss, at least uh, read my profile, what I'm doing. And exactly. Randomly throwing stuff. So, Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Dhruv. Before we leave, I know you've got a lot of places people can look for your, your material. Where can the listener uh, find you, get to know you, get in touch with you? Uh, there are lots of places, but I'll say follow me on LinkedIn. You will find everything over there, whether it's... Uh, podcast beverage session whatever it is it would be on linkedin so follow me on linkedin how many how many connections or followers do you have do you know somewhere around 8000 or 9000 nicely done nicely done all right and thank you wonderful listener for joining us today don't forget to check out our other service now podcast you can find them over at community.servicenow.com under the resources menu or go to servicenow.com/podcasts Subscribe to this podcast and get it automatically delivered to you for free as new episodes come out. And again, thank you so much, Drew, for spending time and sharing with us today. It was an honor for me. Please let us know what you think about this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more great information on ServiceNow development, check out the ServiceNow developer portal at developer.servicenow.com. Thanks for listening.